0: about praise of god You can find some good scriptures in mean? I mean, psalms chapter or, psalms 29 uh, first verse says give unto the lord oh you mighty give unto the lord glory and strength but the second verse says give unto the lord to glory you unto his name worship the lord and the beauty of his holiness and that's all we're going to do that's yes. what we're going to do good time to be in the house of the Lord to worship Him, and it's good to have our visitors with it's us here this morning. So good. Now look to page 370 in your church family. Revive us again. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sing all three verses. All three verses. Then we're going to go back and tie the chorus off the bell. Don't you just raise the Ask them to play, play something. Let's have a little fellowship time. It's good yes. to have a visit, but let's have a little Lord in prayer. And I'm going to call him up Michael. Mm-hmm. Come on, let me pray for Heavenly Father, we bow this morning. We thank you for this day for our life. Father, for allowing us to be together with the church family again. Father, we pray this morning, we pray that your Holy Spirit will continue to dwell among yes. us. Father, be with each one that couldn't be here but wanted to. Father, we pray. We thank You, Father, for Your Spirit in the church and how we feel. Pray, Father, if there be a message, if there be a need that You give Brother Steve that that he needs, Father, anointing him afresh, yeah. that You make preaching easy for him this morning. Father, above all, there's one here that doesn't know You. We pray, Father, that You touch their hearts. Father, that Your Word would reach them that they would find You today as their Savior. But with us through this day, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's have a little fellowship Come. time. I'll play a little bit. Nobody, somebody love on a little bit. The very first one to turn to or sing 490 Father in Law. We're not going to sing that one. the Sister Marilyn t- looked at me and she said, Can we sing this song? I think it's page what, 116? 116. Turn page 116. You know, and uh when I come into church, sometimes I'll be looking at some songs. I turn my pages down. And no, that was the very first page I turned <laughs> Is when you. Make let's sing this song, man. we getting ready to leave this world. Okay. You got good. Okay. We got it. Okay. I'm going to try to do
1: about and I both have been a little nervous about what's gonna happen next Sunday and the responsibility of it and the privilege and you know used to at Easter time or some some special occasion you went out and got a new outfit I mean you just had to have a new outfit and I thought Chris had to have a new suit and but we were about to run out of time So we went Friday evening up to Martin's in Huntsville. That's the biggest store I ever seen. But I knew how hard it is to find the length of pants for Chris that he needs without having to have them hemmed. And I just said, Lord, just help us find those pants. And I I know he probably thought, girl, you know, people sick and stuff, you know. But I was just, you know, I just wanted, I just, I just wanted that. And uh, so we got up there and uh, we started, started in looking. We looked at jackets, but we couldn't find any pants. And we just looked and looked. And Chris said, hey, I found a pair my length, you know. <laughs> and y'all, I can't tell y'all what that did to me. I thought I am going to make a scene right here in Martin's. <laughs> because I, the Lord has to seem like he has to encourage me more than some people. I, I don't know, and he does it in such special sweet ways. and I'm so grateful for that. And the song means a lot to us. Do you want to say something about it? Well, a couple—I
2: don't know if I can right now. God bless you, brother. A couple of years ago, Pam and I were struggling very hard to see what the Lord's will for our life was, and uh, this this song really meant a lot to us. In that time, and we're so grateful that the Lord let us and allowed us to be right here with you people. Every time we drive up the driveway, we look at each other and say, "This can't be so. <laughs> Is this really true?" Mm. Okay. So, in
3: Brother, I
2: fall short a lot of times Not all crazy like I should I struggle a lot of times at work Getting paid Things will be great Thing in our family is hunting deer turkeys and whatever that's trophies you know us we love it we, the boys argue back and forth you know about who's got the biggest one or whatever there ain't nothing more important than what that boy does Sweet. ride. right amen <laughs> like me, when I get down at work, I crawl back to that talk table and I stand up. Amen. Yes, amen. And I take back off again and I fall. I crawl back. You just gotta remember that talk table is always there. Sure, that's right. Amen. <laughs> and I, I lose sight of that a lot of times. But I just want to stand up and praise him for that. Amen. Right. Amen.
3: amen. Anybody else? Amen. Well, if you need to shout, just shout. That's all I you. Amen. What a blessing. Amen. What a blessing Amen. it's been to be here. You know, Brother Chris, you know about when you pull up in the churchyard and sometimes you just think I can't believe this is happening we ask God to help us and to lead us and guide us and direct us and when he leads us where to go and we start to see the we start to see the benefits that come along with obeying his voice We're just in awe. That's all I can say, we're just in awe. He never ceases to amaze me. I I think when he's outdone himself, I think we'll just hang on. He's gonna do something that's gonna top this, and he does. He always does, and I believe that throughout our life, God will continue, if we let him, he will continue to bless us and amaze us Amen. what he can do and uh, he's got something amazing for us at the end of this walks of life that these carnal eyes cannot see this carnal little brain of mine can't comprehend but he's got something in store for us today and, I, and i'm so thankful for that i love the lord today and i appreciate what i've been able to feel throughout this service and i thank uh, brother roger for the devotion this morning about the ten commandments and uh, how that i need to be refreshed over and over about them If we'll keep those commandments we can't help but walk in in his life Ah, amen ah, amen. i appreciate the sunday school lesson and Brother michael's been teaching on scripture that relates to ordination that we're looking forward to next sunday and and uh, i told brother michael i really appreciated that and i can tell he studied as he has you can't you can't get up here and and teach on that without burning the midnight oil a little bit and and praying and asking god to for leadership and guidance and i greatly appreciate that it's so good to see each and every one of you our our visitors and we don't like to call you visitors and uh, hammocks if y'all come back one more time you won't be visitors that's the way that we look at it uh here but we're so glad uh y'all are here um and and uh, I appreciate y'all and Sister Taylor back here. We Amen. appreciate you, uh, you being here. And um, we're without some folks today. We've got some sick people um, here in the church today. And I heard somebody, I don't know who said it, but I heard somebody uh, uh, as we were going around fellowshipping and I think I heard it this way if we could get us all here at the same time, we'd have a house full. <laughs> and I believe we would. I really do. We've, we've, uh, but let's pray for the graves there. Uh, uh, they've got the COVID. I talked to uh, Brother Don yesterday, and him and her both has it. So please pray uh, for them. I talked to Sister Maggie this morning, and she's sick. Uh, So please pray for her and Brother Kenneth. Also pray for them. They're going through some tough uh, things right now with their with their daughter and son-in-law. I don't think they mind me telling you that. And um, so please pray for them uh, in in that matter. Also remember the Cantrells. They're sick, and um, uh, they got better last weekend, and they're they're very sick again this week. So please pray uh, for them, Sister Jane and. Uh, all the folks that are missing today, we we uh, we miss them. But over in the uh, Second Chronicles, in the twentieth chapter, I would like to read some verses here concerning uh, Jehoshaphat, uh, the king, and 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 something that took place here uh, at this time, and uh, I just. Uh, it amazes me how, over in the Old Testament, long, long time ago, that these things took place. How that, how that they, uh, they compare to today. Uh, the, the things that we face in this world today, uh, and it may not be the very same identical thing, but it's still things that we face that trouble us and so uh... uh, we go back to these times and and they were not certainly not immune to this and um, the kings during these times had their hands full uh, especially those that were trying to do right Um, they They had their ups and downs with the people. Moses had his ups and downs when he was leading the people Uh, 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 The the kings that were trying to be good kings and uh, different challenges that they would face uh, Just because they were good and just because they sought God's leadership and guidance didn't mean That that they didn't face adversities. They did. And and so um, So as we look at what they faced and what we face, the spiritual, a lot of these were natural things they were facing. And a lot of it today is spiritual things that you and I are facing today. And God tries in his word to get us to understand that these that happened back then were types and shadows of the the spiritual uh, uh, tribulations and trials that you and I go through today. And we need to recognize that anything that's evil today, whether it be a natural enemy uh, uh, that's that's come upon us or or whether it be uh, a default or a decline in society, uh, 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 whether it be bad leadership in government, all of these things are of the devil. You can't can't leave the devil out of these things. He's He's the author of confusion today. And so uh, I don't think we give Satan his his due credit a lot of times when uh, uh, we see something bad, and we'll see something over here bad. We'll say, "Boy, the devil's all in the midst of that." Well, he is in this over here too. Everything that everything that's bad in this world that we face, uh, and the church is sure facing uh, uh, facing a lot of. Trials and tribulations I feel victorious as long as I stay in the boat. I really do I feel like uh, I feel like that and I know that I'm on the winning side and And I even feel a little bold when I am in the boat I'm talking about in the church and and snuggle up real close to Jesus. I feel a little bit bold I don't feel cocky uh, I, I don't feel superior, but I have a boldness that comes that you and I have from, a, uh, from the Lord Jesus Christ today as we face the trials and tribulations of this life. But over uh, in the 20th chapter of 2 Chronicles, I'm going to begin reading with the uh, 12th verse. It says, O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. This is Jehoshaphat speaking here. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benai, the son of Jeal, the son of Mataniah, a levite of the sons of asaph came the spirit of the lord in the midst of the congregation and let's uh, don't get confused with with, with who he was a son of let's just understand that uh, this man all of a sudden got the spirit of the lord on him Amen. <clears throat> and he said hearken ye all judea and ye inhabitants of jerusalem and thou, king of Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you: Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude; for the battle is not yours, but God. Amen. Tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Jer- ye shall. Not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah And the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord and the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Jehoah. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah. And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God; so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets; so uh, shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that and that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army to say, "Praise the Lord for his mercy." endureth forever. And when they begin to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another and when Judah came towards to what the watchtower in the wilderness they looked unto the multitude and behold they were dead bodies fallen to the earth and none escaped and I realize that was some rather uh, lengthy reading but I'd like to take your attention back just for a minute to this twelfth verse where uh, Jehoshaphat says our God wilt thou not judge them For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. God, give us a thought this morning, and this message is probably aimed more at myself than it is to anybody else. But uh, the thought that the Lord gives us is simply this. uh, When we don't know what to do, and I want you to think about that for just a few minutes and that the predicament that jehoshaphat was in he was a god-fearing man uh he had he had uh, led the people and and encouraged the people uh to seek out god in everything how uh, that they did and, and 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 then he got word that uh there were some countries that were coming up uh against him and these were some countries that uh uh God did not allow the Israelites to destroy when they came up out of the land of Egypt. Now we understand that uh, there were some countries that God allowed them to go in and defeat and utterly destroy, uh, but there were some uh, uh, that they did not. And so uh, 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 Jehoshaphat began to think this is the reward that we get for not destroying these people, Uh, back then, that they're coming up against us to try to destroy us. And so, uh, Jehoshaphat did uh, exactly what a a, a good Christian would do today, and that's immediately seek the Lord. Amen. He, He could have tossed this thing around, he could have gone and talked to other people about it, but the first thing... That he did was he consulted god amen, amen. Uh, have you ever prayed and, and asked god to help you with a problem and and then when you get done praying you're still thinking now i really don't know what to do i have amen because god didn't show me right then what he was going to do so i would pray in faith asking God to please take care of this problem, and I'd pray and agonize with God, but when I'd get done praying, the old carnal man in me would start to come out and say, I really, Brother Ricky, don't know what to do. I pray, I put it in God, but have I really put it in God's hands? Amen. So Jehoshaphat, had had he knew that this enemy uh, 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 carnally speaking was much stronger than them had more war power had more weapons of war and he knew that that uh, uh just looking at it uh on uh, the with, with carnal eye uh, that these people were stronger than them and they sought to destroy him and so uh, he was in a predicament of what he was going to do but he had put his faith in the lord and his Trust in the Lord, and I'm going to tell you something. Just about the time you pray and ask God to help you with a decision that you've got to make, amen, you just hang on and have faith. God's got somebody that's going to bring some light to the subject. Amen. amen. <laughs> Boy, there's been times, Sister Linda, that I've something going on in my life and I uh, couldn't really... Couldn't didn't really feel comfortable talking to somebody else about it. Just It was something that was just down in me that was bothering me. And somehow or another, I'd be in church, and uh, God would take the, the man of God, and he would begin to expound on that problem that I had. Amen. And he would bring to life the answer for it. Amen. And that's exactly what happened here uh, let, me, let me look at his name. I can't uh, uh, pronounce it. Jehaziel. Jehaziel, and he was uh, he was out of the family of Asaph, and we know that Asaph was a was a musician. Amen. And uh, a lot of the psalms are contributed uh, to him. So uh, this man came, and he came as a prophet and he had talked to the lord and the lord showed him for them not to be dismayed or afraid not to be all up in arms amen but that god was going to take care of this this battle belonged to god amen amen, That's right. amen. That's right. let me tell you something today when you're at a crossroads you don't know what to do and i believe if each and every one of us are honest we all face those crossroads every day every day you have it in your work brother Chris we have it at home in the schools you have decisions that you have to make and and, and you have a fear down inside that what will be the consequences of a wrong decision Amen. a lot of times that's what I dwell with uh, what will happen if I'm making the wrong decision in this amen but I'm going to tell you something today. If you'll do like, I believe Hezekiah over there in, in First Kings, the Bible said that he took a threatening letter to him and he spread it before the Lord. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 Instead of taking it and, 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 and mulling-grubbing around and showing it to all his friends and saying, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> hey, man, he spread it before the Lord. Now, one thing you can be assured of today, God knows where you're at. Amen. I'm so glad if there's one thing that thrills me, and there's many things that thrill me about God, but one thing in particular is that I don't have to draw Him a picture. Amen. amen. He already knows. Amen. He already knows. And so, uh, when we face a problem, amen, that we uh, come to in life. Amen. And we ask Him, God, this is bigger than I. God, the enemy that's threatening us is bigger than us. And you know that, God. You know that carnally they have more power than we do. But God, we know spiritually we can outdo them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord today. So uh, we, we, we begin to look Jehoshaphat, what did he do when he got there? I didn't read to you the threat that came, but if you read uh, in this chapter a few verses of before what I read to you, you'll find out that they were being threatened. And Jehoshaphat proclaimed a fast. He proclaimed a fast. Fasting was showing that you are sincere with God. Amen. Amen. He's he, he. I could just see. Him. Now, he told people, not only is your king and gonna fast, but we're all gonna fast. Wow. We got a problem. Amen. And we're gonna seek the Lord. <laughs> Jehoshaphat probably thought down through his life how many times God had come through for him. Brother Wayne, just about the time that you're facing the problem on down life's road, you can't help but go back and look at the problems that he helped you with before. Amen. Right. Amen. He's got a proven track record. Amen. Amen. You're talking about a resume. Amen. Look at him sometime. <laughs> there's no blemishes. There's no faults. There's no failures on it. But each time, he comes through with flying colors today. Amen. Amen. So the Bible said that uh, he proclaimed a fast. Amen. But he still didn't know what to do. The Bible teaches us that Jehaziel told him, said, this battles the Lord's. Amen. He could have said, you're not even going to have to pull a bow back. You're not going to have to fire a shot. Let me tell you something today. When God begins to work in a matter, He can make our enemies destroy each other. Right. He can. He can. That's true. Have you ever seen people, just people that are in trouble out in the world, and and, and maybe it's drugs or, or, or whatever it is, if they don't seek out God's help, you watch them. And they will destroy themselves. And they'll destroy others around them. That's just, it's almost like cannibalism. They the, the drug addicts will turn on their, their friends in the New York men. They will. And and so here he has to explain to, to Jehoshaphat: just have confidence in God in this thing. And go out and go towards the enemy I would probably rather stay right there and just put my head in the sand and say God destroy (laughs) them but Jehoshaphat did what was commanded by the Lord sister Maggie said the other day when she was testifying, when she was talking about the armies of God that a lot of times when they went out, they didn't have the strongest guns on the front line, but they sent out people who could sing. Right. Somebody said, boy, that don't make any sense. They sent out folks that could sing and praise and worship, amen. And that's what was told here for the people to do. And so they went out there And they put these people up front. And uh, these people were probably shouters and hand-wavers, amen. And they began to go out before the army of Israel, amen. And they were shouting and praising God and singing, amen. Amen. Could you see a a force coming up against Liberty Hill Baptist Church? I hope that it never happens. And if it does, I hope I'm not alive to see it. there was a force out there that was coming and they said, we're going to destroy your church building and everybody in. And what if we just, instead of just sitting in here, we went out through these doors and we got out in the parking lot and some of our people here that have talent to sing got out in the front and began to sing and praise God. (laughs) Amen. And And the louder they sang and the more they praised God, the more the enemy was closing their ears and and probably gnashing on one another as they did when they were stoning Stephen to death. He was testifying about the grace of the good Lord Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden that group that was coming to attack the church commenced to fight amongst themselves. Amen. Just going at one another. Set ambush that was supposed to be set up for us, they ended up setting it up for themselves. Amen. And all we had to do was get up on that watchtower and watch that take place. That's exactly what happened here. Every now and then, God wants us to pick up the sword and the spear. Amen. and go out into battle on the offense i remember there was a very famous military sergeant back in world war one by the name of alvin york alvin york was a rough character as a teenager and he caused a lot of problems he was a bad drunk and he made scenes and he he was in kind of an embarrassment to his mother and his family but one day alvin got saved and you're talking about a turnaround in life that he did he completely made a turnaround he began to study his bible continually and you could tell he had been reading it studying it by what he knew about Y'all know the story. He was, war was declared. And men were going and signing up. Young boys were going and signing up for the military to fight the enemy. But Alvin had a problem. He told his pastor, he said, I read here in the Bible that God's again killing. I, said, I just can't go against what God says in his word make you thankful and I wonder if one of the superior officers gave him a book on how America was founded he said you go home back to the mountains and you read this book read it all the way through if you still have the same feelings that you now have, we'll excuse you from being in the military. But if you see things different, come back. He went out on a place on the side of the mountain there by himself, and he read <coughs> that book, and he studied the Bible, and he asked God's leadership and His guidance. Amen. God, you say you're again killing. They're asking me to kill. Every so often, we have to take the offense. Every now and then. Every so often, God would tell the children of Israel, you go out and slay them. And then at other times, Because God is greater than us and has we can't understand his way, he will say, don't slay. I'll do it. You just watch. You just watch. Alvin York became one of the greatest sergeants during that time. He took a lot of the enemy captive. Broadway out. It said that to say this, that the Lord works in a mysterious way. He really does. Sometimes we have to make a stand. Sometimes we have to make a stand. I don't like war any more than any of you do. We always pray and hope that our kids would not have to serve during the wartime. We always hope to pray that but we're not guaranteed that but you and i each one of us come to a crossroads in life where we have we don't know what to do Sister Hillary, i've heard you say before pray for me i don't know really what to do with this situation and boy, i can i can sympathize with you because i've been right there I've been right there. Let me say this. When you take it to God, one place in the Word of God says when you've done all that you can do to stay, just stay. Sometimes we get in such a hurry to try to figure out the problem and to, to try to create a cure for it that we will run ahead of God. And then we find ourselves getting into deeper trouble. But we need to just stop and know that He's God. Amen. 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 Know that He's God. But preacher, I want my answer right now. I do too. (laughs) All in God's time. All in God's time. Amen. I've had people tell me, "said Preacher, I prayed. I prayed about this problem with my family, about that problem, and Lord, it just seems like it's not getting any better. It breaks your heart to hear that. You want them to say, boy, things are getting better, but sometimes they'll say, things are not getting any better. And Linda, I wish I could give them a, a magic answer and say, well it will and for them to believe me when i say it but sometimes we just don't know what to do we don't. i know people get tired of hearing this but the one thing that i know <coughs> will work and that's to lean on jesus Amen. that will work it's been recommended to Men, women, boys, and girls, down through the ages, but it's still the answer. It's still the answer. Amen. When somebody says, "Preacher, I'm trying to beat this drug habit that I've got," and I've had, well, I've got a lot more compassion now than I used to on drug addicts. I do. And and when they say, "Preacher, I'm trying to beat this thing," I'm trying to overcome it. And Michael, I wish there's something I could tell them that just would really make a big difference. But there is something I can tell them that will make a big difference. And that's turning it over to wall. Amen. Turn it over to war. Always tell them the first thing you need to do, if you're praying to a God that you don't know, you're wasting your time. Amen. First thing you got to do is get to know who you're going to help for. Amen? Amen. The Bible teaches us that that the only prayer that God will hear from a sinner is a prayer of repentance. Amen. Amen. So if you've got Joe Blow lost over here saying, I'm going to pray for you, (laughs) you really ain't got a lot of help, do you? Well, if I want help, Allison, I'll come to folks that I know and get a prayer out. I will. I will. I got confidence in that. I love to get a text that says, "Pray for me, such and such." I don't love hearing the bad news that comes with, but pray for me. Uh, I'm facing such and such. What that's telling me is, is that they've got confidence in the church that we can get a prayer for them. and that ought to be an honor it ought to be Amen I'm going to say this in closing the Bible is full of circumstances where men or women didn't know what to do they were just like you and I they were faced with a problem they didn't know what to do the Philistines sent out a giant named Goliath to threaten the Israelites. And he did a good job of threatening them. He was big, he was mean, and he spoke voicelessly, he he spoke with authority, he spoke with threatening words. Do you ever feel kind of belittled sometimes when your government says you will do it or else? when it's something that's not right? You ever feel kind of small? Goliath made this great threat. Saul and the rest of the children of Israel didn't have a clue what to do with him. Didn't know what to do. He's bigger than us. He's making fun of us. And he's threatening what he'll do to us. (laughs) Little did they know that God had a plan over there for a little old ruddy-looking boy. David. Amen. David had overheard what was going on. He heard the the nervousness in their voice about this Philistine giant. And he said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Boy, don't call him that. Who is this uncircumcised Bill? You see, you'll get a boldness when you start standing with God. Amen? An unacockiness, a boldness. Well, by the way, young man, this uncircumcised Bill Steve you're talking about is threatening us. Would you be quiet? I just see David, he don't know the God I serve. And I know I'm abbreviating this in shorthand, but he went down to the brook and he got him some stones and a sleeve. The children of Israel are dismayed and afraid. Don't know what to do. We've got people right here in America today that are dismayed and afraid, they don't know what to do, they don't know what to do, there's a lot of people just slapped, scared to death of terrorism, I'm not a big fan of it myself, but we've got people that are scared to death of it, we've got people that are scared to death of the direction that this country's headed, and what's going to happen, What's going to happen if it keeps going in the same direction? <coughs> Dismayed and afraid. But I can see the church as David. Who are them uncircumcised Philistines that say they're going to do this to us? Amen. <laughs> and the world's saying, Church, be what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Amen. We know the story he takes stone and puts it in that sling round, round. you know that could have been written that he could have took a bow an arrow and done it or he could have done it with some great weapon but God was showing that when he's in the matter it doesn't take all of that it doesn't take all of that and he took that stone and he flung it over there and if I understand the scripture right he hit O Goliath the giant right in the midst of the forehead must have just been a fatal blow then David went not with his own sword but he took the sword of the Philistine giant and slew him with it I want to make sure he did if you're facing a problem today you don't know what to do this is not coming from somebody that don't have any idea of what you're going through been there I
4: know
3: I know if you're facing a problem and you don't know what to do take it to him and then when you've done all you can do you know when you go visit somebody and you know they need to be in church and you go visit them and visit them and and they say, yeah, we're going to come, we'll come, and you don't see them, and you don't see them. <clears throat> and you feel like you've done all that you can do. All that you can do. And God will whisper in your ear, just stand. Just stand. You've done what you were supposed to do. You can't change their mind. You can't make them. You can't make them want what you've got. But let me fight this battle for you. I'll tell you this. We talked about last week, I believe it was, about God's plan. God has a plan for everybody, but it doesn't always get fulfilled. Now don't get me wrong on that. It doesn't always go the way God has a plan. His plan is, for that person you've been witnessing to, that person you've been inviting to church, His plan is for them to turn loose and come to the house of God. That's his plan. His plan is, if they're not saved, is to repent and be saved. That's His plan. But that person is a free moral agent to choose as to whether he's going to follow God's plan or whether he's going to just do what he wants to do. Today. Everybody stand. Come get us a psalm. Amen. 480 in your church. I celebrate
0: celebration of us stand.